Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. Welcome, ladies and gents, to 82.5, best radio station on the campus. I'm Michael Gansar, your host, a professor at the University of Austin at Texas in musicology. Joining me today is Kaylee Sims, an uh, esteemed writer at the New York Times. She writes blogs weekly and other articles various. Hey, Kaylee, nice to meet you. Thank you. Such a pleasure to be here. All right. Today we're going to be talking about uh, artwork and music and how it is expressed in religion. So since Miss Sims is joining us today, she's going to tell us her experience about art and what she researched. Uh, I looked up it a bit, and I looked up that art is extremely beautiful with music and visual interpretations, which many people believe in. And art is an expressive way and a way to share messages that others do not. So Miss Sims will share us more about this topic. All right. After doing some research, I realized that religion is a heavy part of different cultures, for some believe in a god and others do not. Some people lose interest when they hear the word god. Others feel strongly and praise the god figure. Looking strictly into the Islam and Catholic religions, both express their beliefs through art forms. The Islamic and Catholic religions are different, yet they are similar through the use of patterns and shapes to express their beliefs. Art can be seen as a way to attract viewers and have them just connect their own meanings to what the artist is trying to say. In the sense of expressing religion through visual art, the choice may be a touchy and risky thing. This is due to the fact people view religion in their own ways and can be stuck on their own opinion. When it comes to the marble white mausoleum located in India, the Taj Mahal, people believe it exists to attract viewers and tourists. Looking further into the building, people believe that there may be religious background to it. Writers describe the building as marital love, but more of a throne of God. The dome shape of the mausoleum supports the fact the design has religious meaning due to the fact that the variety of dome shapes in Islam reflect religious and social differences. Another visual art that exists is through the form of writing. This being said, calligraphy is a way of writing that has its beauty, being very expressive and skilled, but also has been used in Islam as a way to write religious verses from the Quran. Islamic writers took the writing form that was originally a typical way to write and be expressive and use it in a way to share religious verses. When it comes to expressing religion throughout art, writers such as Graham Hose claim that religion is difficult to really key into. Looking further into that statement, religious art used to have more meaning and was harder to understand, whereas modern time religious art is either avoided or extremely implicit. When walking into a church, eyes can be drawn in toward the stained glass all throughout. The change in the architecture of stained glass over time helped in the expression of the meaning of light when it comes to the glass. The word of God is expressed within the images traced in the glass and the light coming through the window is a representation of sacred teaching. Art draws in the eyes of viewers and gives those the opportunity to connect their lives to what they visualize. But art forms also gave cultures and religions, along with just typical artists, the opportunity to be expressive and connect through their differences. Now while that's all in well, Kaylee, I looked up a bit of research myself, and I found that even though music is considered a bit of artwork, it actually exemplifies the differences in religions between Christianity and Islam itself. So I actually found that Islam is the extremists do not believe the music, and I believe that it's actually devil worship. Any form of singing or dancing or entertainment like that, it leads to sin. So that is actually a polar opposite of Christianity, in which they believe singing and music is a doorway into seeing God's voice and furthering the gospel of the Lord. So I got this information from a fellow professor at the University of Texas. So he has a PhD, formerly studied at the Yale University, and now he primarily studies uh, 
Spanish and Mexican Catholicism and how music affects that. Now, he thoroughly believes that music is a window to the soul and also helps get you in touch with God's gospel. Now, I brought up this topic because he knew I was meeting with Miss Sims today, and he shared an interesting article with me today. Uh, it's from the Education Journal, and he showed me that the school in Birmingham, England, was passing out leaflets that condemned singing and dancing, basically, and said they were satanic rituals and were a bit punishable by, they weren't strictly beatings, but they were insinuating that, and it was really not okay because it shows how Islamic belief really just contradicts Christianity because England is traditionally Protestant. And the Muslims just were not, like, willing to cooperate, I guess. That's what you can say. <laughs> now, this exemplifies that the growing conflict between religions is also, like, you can see the tension between religions. I'm not trying to say that Islam is bad. Like, you do you, girl. But, like, you need to be open to everyone else. And what they did there is they strictly shut out Christianity and just force, basically, their religion upon their students. Now, after this occurrence, uh, I was intrigued, and I decided to look into the topic a bit more. And I found Sarah Tobin's article about Ramadan and what people practice during it. And I found out that there were actually two kind of sections of Muslim culture where there's extremists, and then there were more, like, progressive kind of. The extremists really are what I just told you about. They did not want music, dance, singing, any of that in their religion. Uh, the progressives, they did allow music in their culture. They did. They do have think it has a place for them in their mosque and in anything, any religious ceremony. And they do not believe that it leads to sin as staunchly as the extremists do. But during Ramadan, the most holy month of the year for Muslim culture, they do shun music and they don't really participate in any musical events. So it does lead some belief that in the very core of Islam, they do believe that music is a bad thing. Now, this idea that music is bad in religion really directly contradicts the idea that music is good for Christianity and stuff like that. I saw this article written by a priest in Australia where... He looks up the very beginnings of Lutheranism and the very ideals of Martin Luther, the founder. Now, Martin Luther really believed that music, like most Christians at the time, can help you like pursue God in a different way. It helps you find the gospel and find the Holy Spirit within your body. Martin Luther established a network within his communities where he started in northern Germany. And in most Lutheran schools, in fact, all Lutheran schools... They did have music class. They taught their children to love music and played violin, uh, among other instruments, anything like that. And musicians and educators worked together to build more communities that are tightly knit. And they're surrounded around this idea of music. And it really, really progressed their views on religion and kept them in tight knit and in full love of God. Now, this musical base did help many little towns go into cities within Germany, and it did help the community members build a better trust bond between themselves. Not unlike the one in Amman, Jordan. Amman, Jordan is the capital of Jordan right now. So, it shows that religion does play a core factor in it. Amman does have a lot of progressive members, so it does participate in that month of Ramadan where they shun music and all that, but throughout the rest of the year, 
they are mostly like regular people. They do celebrate. They do listen to music for a good time. Now, even though Amman Jordan does participate in this yearly cycle of a month of shunning music, it does show that there is some difference in the religions. And difference is very scary for most people. They don't know how to react to it. And we do have to strive to understand where the people come from. All right, folks, that's all the time for what we got today. Tune in tomorrow at 7 for a continuation of the topic. I've been your host, Michael Ganzar, and I've been joined by Kaylee Sims. Thanks, Kaylee, for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right, guys, see you later.